At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. Hello, this is Jim, your Keys bartender, coming to you from the Catch Restaurant here in beautiful Key Largo. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Billy, as always, and uh, John Hello. Deloach, who's still eating his meatloaf. He was eating a little too quick earlier. Um, we want to thank the Catch. They got a wonderful um, happy hour, 3.30 to 6.30, with great uh, drink and food specials. Uh, we're... Uh, I'm also an employee here, but tonight we have Sean behind the bar. We have uh, Pam and uh, Holly on the floor. We have a lot of, yes, we have our friends here, Diane, uh, Cheryl, Jen, and everyone else. <laughs> and, uh, well, I label this one, and I label this one uh, foreign visitors, but I want to make sure people were worried. There was a lot of foreigners came in the last couple of weeks and came with friends with a German couple. Uh, uh, they, they came to a, um, a rotary meeting in the morning, and I, I befriended them, and they came to the podcast, and they happened to be both physicians, one uh, medical and the, un, in, uh, the other in psychology. And she's one of the foremost experts in biofeedback for uh, autistic people. And it's, and it's really interesting. This is the interesting part of foreign visitors, that... Uh, you, you'd think that from a bartender's perspective, I'm going to go and say something and make fun of them. No, what I like about foreign visitors, I mean, anybody from, not from the Keys or not from where I'm from. I'm from Philadelphia. and uh, That's foreign to me. Yeah, that's foreign for me. Where were you from, Billy? <laughs> Actually, I'm originally from uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, but my I grew God. up down in Georgia. Okay. So. You grew up in Georgia. John's from uh, New York, Long Island. Um, but, you know, when you run into people, foreign could mean anything. Uh, you know, it could be in, you know, the Middle East, it's just 50, 60 miles away, uh, you know, how people are. What? Martians. Martians. Sean, Sean can qualify that's for that. That's alien, time to time. not foreign. That's alien. That is alien. Uh, but, and uh, my wife is Polish. She's been here for uh, over 26 years, Abby. And I have, currently have a... Uh, um, and don't say anything, please. And don't make it weird. I currently have a 20-year-old uh, college student, a uh, young woman, in the, uh, staying with us for a month. She's a very nice girl. She's going to dental school in Slovenia, and uh, she's staying with us. Uh, so what I met the foreign visitors. Um, I met this couple. They're German. They're, they brought their family over. They're having a great time. I met, uh, what are we talking about? 
Yeah, yeah, the G- Germans. I hung out with them afterwards for like an hour. We were talking. And then uh, Sunday night, I met these people from Wales. And I did a brief uh, uh, interview with them. And the people from Wales, uh, if you know Welsh at all, Welsh national language, they, uh, they speak English because they're part of the United Kingdom. And uh, they're just a small... Um, Oh my God! I, I don't even know what they. It's part of the United Kingdom, meaning United Kingdom, meaning Wales, Scotland, uh, Northern Ireland, and and Britain. And I, I apologize if I miss one of your other nationalities, but uh, the Welsh have very long names for their towns. And if you ever get a chance to look at a uh, international weather forecast, and you see a uh, a, a British uh, weather forecasts are trying to give a forecast for any place in uh, Wales they they almost they're crapping their pants because uh, the, there's 40 letters and there's like 20 L's all bunched together so what I like most about um, the foreign you know foreigners coming in here is especially during the holidays we have people come in on Thanksgiving. I used to work every Thanksgiving. And uh, if you're from, obviously you're from another country other than Canada, because Canada probably uh, knows about it because they share a lot of our television. Thanksgiving, they, you have to explain to them that this is a national holiday here. And we eat turkey and mashed potatoes. And they say, well, how did it come about? And I said, well, we, uh, it was uh, the original setter, settlers uh, that came in, the English settlers, because we don't actually talk about the Spanish settlers for some reason, that settled America. They did, and, uh, and Plymouth Rock, and they had uh, some trade with the Indians, and they had a couple, I guess, picnics together, and they called it Thanksgiving. And then before they seized all their land and broke all their treaties. And I apologize for that. But that's what happened. You know? really nice yeah, before we, stole, be, before we stole all their land, they had a really nice dinner. And they had turkey you know, we, stuffing, we pocket that, pie, and We celebrate that tradition in my family, too. We get together on Thanksgiving. We have a really nice dinner. And then we set to massacring each other. It's uh, Yeah, it's and a take yearly, all their stuff. No, no, but, but we just people, get drunk. people go, oh, so that you really were friendly to the, uh, the Indians. I said, well, well yeah. Yeah, it is always it, it is what, what it is. And another thing is uh, explaining them the, uh, the British uh, measurement system, miles, you know, feet and miles, because they're all, everyone's on metric system. And uh, I remember what, 40, 48 years ago, 49 years ago, when I was a kid, they were, I mean, we were going gung-ho. Everyone was going to go, um, we were going to go uh, metric. And we were studying the metric system like crazy when I was in, uh, in 1972, 73. Bill, you're around my same age, right? Remember that? Yeah, I remember saying? the whole push for the metric system. The whole push for... Well, Boy, mean, that was a complete failure. Well, it's not we should, because now... We should have now, stuck with it. We really should have. You know, we use it in kitchens. All remember, the time we use it in kitchens. Every day. Remember, remember... You can. I, 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 know all my metric, I know all my metric system from Schoolhouse Rock. You know? And... Uh, and compounding our adjectives. Pre- uh, that's the only reason that I know the preamble. For the yeah, 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 yeah. And if I, if you ask me for it right now, I'd have to sing it to you. I know. Well, well you know what? Schoolhouse. A law. Thank yeah, you, schoolhouse that's it. Rocks. That's it. Right. Schoolhouse rock. <laughs> it rocks. Uh, they, they were. Uh, well, I'm just a bill. I don't know how we got there from foreign visitors. Yeah, yeah, I'm just a bill. But I always think of these people that come from different places, and they don't necessarily have to be from different countries. 
Well, you know what's uh, ironically, people from Turkey don't know what Thanksgiving is about. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't realize that's our. Um, it, it, Turkey was, uh, according to Franklin, Benjamin Franklin wanted Turkey to be our, our national symbol. Did yeah, you know that? The turkey? The turkey. Yeah, he said the eagle no, turkey. The eagle was a, uh, a cowardly animal. Opportunistic so a scavenger. scavenger. Yeah, he wanted a turkey. He no thought the turkey shit. was a noble creature. That's Benjamin Franklin. It's, wow. it's known. It's, oh, that was Ron Burgundy saying? It's a fact. You know <laughs> But... Uh, I, I'm just surprised. You know, this yeah, is, this is some interesting shit. Right? Yeah. So, with with um, foreign visitors, you're blowing my mind here, Jim. Yeah, I know, you're, but you're blowing it wide open. When when I see people come in, I look for them. You know, if they don't have a really great acquaintance with the English language, they may come walking in a room and they'll be looking at the restrooms. And I'll just go like this. If they're looking for restrooms, I'll point at the woman. I'll point at the women's room. And a man, I'll point at the man's room. You never wanted to screw with them and just send a you know, man into the ladies' room? You know just, what? They're single, they're single seats, most cause, of them. So yeah. I think you'd know. And I hope... And I if hope, you sit in here on a Friday night, you watch enough of that go on anyway. On a Friday night? And everyone thinks oh, yeah. they're, And people think they're so slick when they're drunk, you know? Like, no, nobody, they just walk in, like nobody sees them. Everybody you know? walks into that first one all the time. Well, frankly, some nights I'm really happy that people are just using... The, uh, the restroom at all and not that they're going but when we get uh, people in there you know I'd like to I'd like to make them feel comfortable oh, let's not do bathroom especially stories. especially from the Keys uh, here in the Keys since a lot of us there are people that are born down here but a predominant majority of the people are from someplace else yeah. so how can you treat someone that's coming into your environment I mean we don't have an overwhelming amount of people that are hometown they're townies not like you would in a place in Texas, East Texas, let's say, a small town. You no, where nobody moves. Yeah, nobody moves. Everyone's there. Uh, there's no new people. Here, there's tons of new people. So how could you not treat someone congenial? I feel like there's a good blend of, like, transplants like me and, like, people who are born and raised here, you know? Like, I feel like it's, it's kind of like a 50-50 split, no? Like, I, think we're, I think we're very uh, welcoming here in the Keys. And uh, there is a weird thing. And... and Billy probably can speak to him more. Billy, how long have you been down here? I moved down here in 98. Okay, I've been here in 2007. And there was a little, uh, there was a thing they said, you don't become a conch. And a conch is that, uh, that shell that you'd see people um, beside and blow Yeah, I think into. they give you now 20 years and they'll call you a freshwater conch. I thought it was 15 originally. 15, uh, might be. And 10, and they shorten it. They keep on shortening it. Because you know what? People are more transient than before. Well, my whole neighborhood, uh, half the street that I live on, yeah. uh, nobody's there during the week. So a bunch of guys from Miami and Lauderdale that own property down here come down on the weekends. I mean, we, yeah, we, we have seasonal folks. Yeah, we, no, but we have tons, homes, tons like. of people from all over. Um, we have a large expatriate uh, German community down here. No, believe it or not, we have a pretty good... Um, they own dive shops and things like that. And a friend of mine was a uh, pilot, uh, Peter, was a pilot in the uh, West German Air Force. He's retired. And when I went over to Poland uh, the second time, I'm, I'm, I'm going over to Poland with Abby and Sky, and um, we're waiting to get in line, and there's Peter from uh, my buddy in Miami, and we sat next to each other across the aisle. And we were drinking all the way from Miami to, I think it was Frankfurt, but we really didn't know at the end because we got everyone's drink, everyone's drinks around us. That wasn't, I, I don't know what the drink limit was, but we exceeded it by several. 
but uh, when, when we get foreign visitors, uh, you know, sometimes you think that people may want to try to make fun of the things they don't know. And they're, uh, they're, they're, they're maybe they're the way they don't understand our culture and things like that. But nope, I'd like to, I'd like to make them feel welcome. Oh yeah, uh, right up to the, I, I'll still laugh at them for uh, socks and Puma sandals. Well, that it used to happen. That it used to happen up in, uh, yeah, Europeans with socks. I did post that on my site. The, uh, I, don't, I don't feel like that's a specifically European thing as much as it is just a I'm a lame human being. I know they had it in, like, in know, the like, Jersey lame, Shore. Lame Jersey Shore, you show up, like, you show up at the beach with uh, shoes on and, and socks, and they call them shoobies. Shoebies. Oh, That's what they're called, Shoebies. Well, I don't think anyone should ever model themselves after anything they've seen on the Jersey Shore, but uh, but that's good. I like that. Well, not on the Jersey Shore, but at the Jersey Shore. You know, it's funny that you were talking about... Um, uh, what, what foreigners... Wait, I wanted to, before we moved on, I wanted to talk about what people have made impacts on you from other places. And they... I mean, I have friends that are fishing guides in Alaska that come down here. And I'll tell you, Alaska is pretty foreign to us down here in the Keys. Think of a, a, an environment that's completely different with the mountains, the cold, the glaciers, the polar bears, and all those things. They, they do have an aquatic culture there, but it's not in the water as much. So, I mean, that those people affect me. When I say foreign, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't... You're outside, and then we have wonderful people that work down here in the restaurants, especially. Yep. And uh, I'm thinking Miami's pretty foreign to me. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, I'm from Brooklyn, and I feel like a foreigner sometimes. You yeah. know, like, Miami's I, pretty foreign. And I, you know what? I like Miami. It's a tropical city. Some people have, you know, they have hard feelings about it. I think, uh, you know, that that influence is, is is what drives people down here. People like salsa. They like those things. If, it, listen, if they wanted to come to New York in Florida, then they could have moved a couple million. They did try to move some down here, but they could have moved a bunch of them and established their enclave down here. And it became what it was because of the predominant culture at the time. Just like New Orleans was French, right? That's where you get the Cajun from. The French settled Louisiana first, and you have that Cajun influence there. So I Miami worked, had I a, worked out, out of Bible Bat for several years, hanging out with a bunch of the... Uh, um, Cajuns. Yeah, Cajuns. They're, they're a mismatch of people. Uh, France didn't provide a lot of settlers here. I don't know why they didn't, because they had a huge population. And they, But French do come here now. You get Italians, we get Spanish, we get uh, Venezuelans that come here, Brazilians. Brazilians are buying a lot of property. Um, obviously, we have... Uh, I hesitate to say that about Cubans, because you know what? They're only 90 miles away. Yeah, We're separated by a little Cuban water. population. I know, no, but I'm calling them farm because they're 90 miles away. Yeah. And, oh. and you could be Canadian, and no one makes a big deal about Canadians, and they're over 1,000 miles away north because they're similar in culture. And, and I think uh, what makes America great and makes Key Largo great is our embracing that differences in culture, and I enjoy well, here it. On the, here on the coast in South Florida, there's, there's a huge Cuban influx in culture and population, and if you've been down here long enough, you just... Come to that's part of the culture. Yeah, and you know what? I am. I love my. I love my background, but I can also when I go traveling, I can embrace someone else's. I love it. I have no problem. So, listen, we're gonna move on from that. Unless you guys have any, did you have any? Like I said, anybody you would consider foreign have an impact that you found interesting recently? I, didn't have I mean, a, I ran. I met. Well, you this, go down to Key West. 
<laughs> you want to have an impactful... Uh, if you want to <laughs> <laughs> go into a script club down in Key West, you'll meet all sorts of Russians. Well, I mean, or the Russians, and they're, you know what they got? Uh, uh, they lot, have a Polish, of, they got a Polish grocery store down there. And you, uh, when we're down, a lot there, of Eastern European girls working at the strip yeah. clubs now too. Strip clubs, I hear it's always that. Ladies. It's yeah, not only that, and they're also they also do other things more legitimate. Like, I'm sure, but like, when I go down to like Kiwis, I'm not going to other <laughs> legitimate <laughs> business. I know. I go down, I play a gig. It's two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I usually stop by one of the strip clubs because that's about all that's left to serve me. Are yeah. you married? Right. Yeah, but that's all that's left that's going to serve me unless I want to go to the order of the O. Is that it? Like, wait, at that time, the yeah, strip well, clubs are the only ones that are open? o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah, because I mean, when I'm, depending on where you're playing, you're not done. By the time you're done packing out, it's 4 oh, o'clock. Oh, man, yeah, how yeah, tough can it be to give it time? Uh, closing time. Like. I know. That, well, that's not the, f- okay, Eastern European dancers, at the, I think. And there's a lot of Venezuelan girls, too, I think, stuff like that. But uh, how about you, John? Uh, I don't know about impactful, but I had a really nice British couple a couple of days ago. You know, they came to the restaurant. Uh, they came into Bumby's, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, two top. They were really, you know, soft-spoken. They were nice. They uh, were inquisitive. They were asking me like where they could find a good time, like outside of just a meal. They, uh, oh, they were just nice folks. You know, they were. They sat at the bar. No, they uh, they sat at the table. Okay. Yeah. When you, you know, it's funny because you do the bar, floor too, and then when uh, bartenders not uh, never refer to tables as two tops, but I worked the floor too. Yeah, you know, and then when I'm working in that, when I worked the floor, it would be like the two top or yeah. four top or four people and two yeah, people. Yeah, somebody at the bar, I'd like, yeah, two people at the bar, you don't call them the two top. It's like, I have two people at the bar, you know, like. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to ask the people that are here in the, uh, right now in the bar, is anybody interested in tasting some wine? Yes. They are? Okay. And the hand starts shooting up. Are they all, are we all 21 and older? Well, they're all sitting good, at the good. bar with their mixed yeah, drinks. we got some so. pretty big beards for that, so I guess that would be. Okay, we're, um, I'm going to talk about them, and then we're going to go and pass out some samples, okay? Right now, we have what we have is some, uh, a wonderful selection. Uh, well, actually, two selections. We have a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a Kim Crawford uh, uh, Sauvignon Blanc from Marble. And uh, just to give you a little rundown, we're going to go and give you a little taste of that. John's going to... Go over a little description on this. Do you want to, John? Yeah, Tell me about this. Oh, they get a course. great rating in Wine Spectator. I'm going to go and pour some for you guys. Right, so Jim's going to walk around and make sure everybody gets a taste of this deliciousness. We're going to start off with the uh, the Sauvignon Blanc. This is a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, Marlborough. And uh, the grapes were selected from vineyards in Marlborough's Wairu Valley and the neighboring Awatari Valley. Fast draining, alluvial looms over gravely subsoils in these valleys provide ideal growing conditions for our Sauvignon Blanc. Individual blocks were targeted for their strength and overall contribution to the blend. The vines ranged in age, up to 14 years, bringing a mix of youthful vigor and depth of flavor. I love wine descriptions. They're so much fun. No, they're very. They're. It's almost like they're too descriptive. Always, you know what I, I mean? I always, like, prefer, I always prefer beer descriptions. I mean, you have, uh, like, I, I see Luke over there drinking a Stella. Really nice, tastes like beer, calms the thirst. Here we have a proper light ale. And then if you're, you know, if you're, out, if you're out in the yard working all day, or I've been redoing the porch, if you're up and down the ladder all day, you get done. I come in, I don't want a Stella because it sits too hard. I want, I want something like a Bud Light. I want something that's watery that I can drink six or seven and suck down some water real quick. Yeah, wine's not so much of, uh, if I knock down six or seven wines, the only thing that's, uh, the only thing that's going to be enjoyable is, uh, I don't know, a couple of Advil and yeah. some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at 
looks like everybody's liking it. I'm seeing some smiles over there. I am seeing some positive uh, reception here. I was like, the, 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 you know, guys are always funny because you give, give us a, give us a glass of good wine, and of course, first of all, most of us that are beer drinkers know nothing about wine. Yeah, you, you know, give us a nice wine, and also, you know, you see the eyebrows go up and go, hey. This ain't this is, bad. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, this is interesting. This is enjoyable. I could actually you know, put back a bottle of this. But we're not going to sit here and talk about its its fruity notes or its tannins. We're just like, oh, this is good. I will drink it. Like I like, said, this is a good, this is a good cup of wine. I can sit here and put back a bottle of this. Well, apparently the Sauvignon Blanc. Um, Do you know? Uh, are you? Are you wait, no, okay, Jim folks. Did. I'm gonna. I'm just jumping in there. There's a. There's a uh, Sauvignon Blancs and Pinot Grigios. We're going on a Pinot Grigio. The Pinot Grigio comes from the Pinot Gris uh, grape. Sauvignon Blanc is more of a French. It's more uh, acidic, crisp, where the Pinot, Grigio, uh, the Pinot Grigio is a little sweeter. And you have a fuller taste in your mouth at the end. Both of them are really good with um, our salad. They're very good with light preparations. But this is my opinion, only my opinion. You should drink what you want to drink. For any meal. If you don't like red wine, don't drink red wine. If you like white wine, drink white wine. You can have white wine with a flaming yawn. You know, that's just the way everyone's taste buds. I can have Jim Beam with fish. Okay. I can have Jim Beam with nothing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you have start having too much Jim Beam with nothing. That's where the trouble, trouble start. We got a Pinot Grigio coming up. All right, we're moving on to the, to the Pinot G. And here we are. It's a 2015 Pinot Grigio. It, uh, it has aromas of melon, kiwi, and golden apple. Crisp and lively on the palate, it offers lush tropical fruit and citrus flavors, balanced by a pleasant minerality. Stellina di Nati, meaning, quote, little night star, comes from the Veneto in the Northeast Italy region, a region renowned for its Pinot Grigio grapes and beautiful night skies. It's smooth, it's silky, it's pleasant on the palate. And uh, you better keep it away from me because i got to drive later. So, uh, Pinot's a white, right? Yeah, Pinot's a white. Okay. Get out there, Luke. How you doing? It's, it, it works pretty good. I had Luke over here uh, staring over, looking at my audio workstation, having fun and looking to play with stuff. And you know, Bill, that's, that's you right there, right? That's yeah, that's, that's, that's me down at the bottom. That was that loud one there right go. there for a second. We got Jim out there uh, wandering around, filling people full of, uh, full of some Pinot Grigio. Full of that, sweet is, is that, that's, that's a sweet one, you said? It is. I might have to actually give that a little try. It's an Italian Pinot. Yep. And the other one was from uh, New Zealand? I don't know about the uh, no the Marlboro. The Marlboro. I thought that was from New Zealand. Yeah, no, it is. Okay. Four input, four out. Yep. But the one that he's handing out now is an Italian Pinot. It uh, comes from grapes that are sourced from vineyards all the way around the Alps, all the way down to Sicily. Oh, that's, that's Wow, cool. they're getting them all over the place. They harvested all of the Pinot grapes from Veneto at the cup for spicy I laughed so hard. I was in Italy, this is years ago, and I thought I was getting a cheap bottle of uh, screw top wine for, uh, for some lunch. Ended up being a bottle of grappa. Did we go grappa. to... Oh, my. Okay, so... Oh, uh, here's Jim Beck. I know, I'm done. I know, I just want to make sure we're covering because we got the, those... Uh, our uh, distributor came through it, and we want to make sure we push it. 
Did we mention the regions they come from? We did. Okay, and then uh, Northern Italy. Yep. And all parts that. Of, actually, parts of Sicily. Did we mention the loamy, uh, loamy soil and the gravelly soil of the, uh, I think it was uh, the Marlboro, the Kim Crawford. And he mentioned this, these, uh, these signatures of the taste that you get. On both of these wines, you'll notice that there's a citrus uh, base to it. But on the Sauvignon Blanc, it's more, uh, what's the word? The word is herbaceous. Herbaceous is uh, 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 the grass and the crispness on it afterwards. And uh, so with the Pinot Grigio, you got the more, uh, the fruity sweetness from it. You, you'll, that'll hang on more after the end. You know, I just tried the Pinot Grigio and that's very pleasant. It's nice and smooth, it's fruity, it's light. Yeah, we got. I'm gonna bring another bottle it's, uh, to there. So. You know what that Pinot is? Yeah, I can keep. I can keep going on that. Try here. You want to try it again? I, I want to try the Blanc actually. I want to try the Blanc. Going. Uh, the winemaker's notes. I try to follow all the time on these things here. Uh, Luke, come on. You can come and sit down with us if you want. To. You don't talk about wines too much, do you? I know nothing about wine. You know anything about whining? Okay, we got to bring him in. He can wine some. Yeah, here. Sit down talking to the mic. Yeah. No, well, I mean, hey, sit with me. I got a power mic right over here. Oh! Oh, man down. Oh, goodness. But we're not broken. Not broken. Well, we're going to... This is why we don't have nice things. Gravity's only a theory. Yep. I blocked it with my foot. I did a Pele move. With my glass. You know, gravity, you gravity is always bringing us down. The glass was that's, going that's right down. So. You know, if it weren't for uh, copyright Luke, stuff, sit, we'd get, uh, get a little bit of song there. <laughs> what, about gravity? Gravity. <laughs> We're going to put Luke in the dry seat over there. That's it. Jim, Jim is out. He's been pulled. Uh, in the fifth inning, you know, th <laughs> things were going well, but he just started throwing them away. He's got alcohol abuse going on. Luke, how you doing? Um, give him a second. He's getting he's getting prepared. He's trying to he, he's right. trying to get those headphones over the cowboy hat. You got to, oh yeah, but you got to take off the cowboy. Hat. Oh no, no, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I got a set of earbuds over here. So. Where are you playing tonight, Luke? You over at Pilot House? Yeah, yeah. Got Uncle Smokey going on? I uh, know it's just. Uh, uh, myself, Rob Garza, and uh, Jamie on the drums. Hey, how's Rob doing? Good, man. Tell him Bill says hi. I'll do that. I haven't, I haven't seen him. For, I, I, I see him every once in a while driving around and waving at each other. Hey, how yeah. you doing? Yeah. Going, going the opposite direction. So what was that? I'm cool. What are you guys doing, 7 to 10? 6.30 to 9.30. 6.30 to 9.30? And it's a gorgeous night tonight. No rain, assuming, no electrical storms. Assuming that we actually start on time. Yeah, well, you know, 6.30, quarter to 7, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Ending on time is always a trick, too. Well, actually, not over there. 10 o'clock, you're pretty much done. Yeah. They, they start pulling stuff out of the walls. They're right across from uh, residential stuff. So. I wouldn't start setting up until the sun goes down. It's hot out oh, there, man. Hey, hey. I did, uh, last week I did a double on Saturday, and one was at noon, the other was five, so I'm hauling stuff around from four to five, setting up, breaking down, I was just like, oh, why did I sign up for this one? Well, this time of year, it's, 
I don't even know why I bother taking a shower because you get out of the no. shower. You walk right back outside. And you're soaked. already soaking wet again. Yeah. Did anybody introduce Luke? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not properly. We I said know, my guess, buddy Luke. I, yeah, I guess we didn't give him a proper introduction. Yeah. Billy can do it. I got Luke Glenn here for the past few minutes. Uh, fr- fr- friend of mine, uh, fantastic guitar player, uh, plays with uh, Uncle Smokey. He's been down here for years. So, uh, when I first got down here 10 years ago, Luke and uh, Kim were the first, some of the first two people I met outside of the media circle. What, you stumbled into the Caribbean Club one night? What? You stumbled into the Caribbean Club one night? Yes. <laughs> no, but we hung out. We had a great time. Luke was really easy to get to know. Uh, I love him. I love the guy. Let me get you with Stella, I guess. I should get it. Oh, that would be awesome, man. Um, yeah, Sean, there, Sean. Yeah, just a bunch of while you're doing B-W-E-W-R-U-N, Bureau. Speaking of whining, I recently gave up my smokeless tobacco habit, which yeah. has been a pain in the ass. Man. Smokeless tobacco? Were you chewing? Yeah. No. Dipping uh, Copenhagen Dip- since, no. I was, uh, since I was nine years old. Damn. Yeah. What, uh, what prompted you to give this up? Yanking out half my teeth, teeth was, uh, you know, that'll inspire you. And I figured, well... I couldn't really dip anyway, so... I'd yeah, you'd, ha- you'd have to go with bandits or something like that. I'd made it three weeks. And if you're going to do bandits, you might as well not do it anymore. And, uh, but I thought it would go away. The Jones, the Jones does not yeah, go away. No, yeah, it takes a while. Hard, like. And when the old lady starts bitching at me, I really start jonesing hard, you know? <laughs> when a cop gets on my ass when I'm driving down the street at night, it makes me jones really yeah. hard. You have your triggers, you know, the things yeah, that it's like, fuck, yeah. man, that's what a pack of lip right now. Some triggers right. are worse than other triggers, you know? It's like, before I towed equipment, I usually have a pinch of snuff, but that's okay. Before yeah. I drive. I, yeah, oh man, like we were talking about earlier before we introduced you, man. This time of year down here, it doesn't matter what you do. You walk outside five minutes, you're soaking wet. I'm soaked to the bone. Sitting there, we got, we're got we on stage all the time, and you got stage lights. Of course, everything's going to LED now, so it's a lot more comfortable. Okay. Oh, Jim looks like he's coming back. I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to cut anything because I can't hear what's going on. Okay? You're no, right. you're fine. Okay. Off no, any, uh, come on here, man. Okay. I want to thank, uh, we're not closing out. I just want to thank again the uh, distributor. Uh, I'm, I'm not supposed to mention uh, They said, don't worry about mentioning your name. Uh, no, hey, Luke, you don't have to leave. Can I cut you off? That's it. Jim came around, and now all the fun is over. Wow, wow. So, no, I want to tell Lena. The, the street walks walks up and all the musicians get up and leave. Wow, wow. I have great respect. I think you, you know the respect I have for uh, musicians. We're just pulling your chain, Jim. It's okay. Oh, I know, I know. I, I know, I just wanted to reiterate. So I want to like, uh, thank you, uh, Stella Lina, uh, Day, and uh, Kim Crawford, Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, excellent wines, and it's great. And remember, you can—they're offered here at the Catch. And since we're your, we have a great selection of seafoods and also other th- alternatives. So we're not just a seafood restaurant. If you don't eat seafood, we have chicken, we have meat, we have—gosh, uh, we have a vegetarian platters. They're not called vegetarian platters, but they're all vegetables. That would make a vegetarian platter, I think. Fantastic meatloaf. Good, great, it's meatloaf night. 
Oh, my yeah. favorite still the chicken wings. Oh, chicken wings here are fantastic. Billy just talks about the chicken wings all the time here. I don't know, man. They have a respectable meatloaf. The meatloaf, well, I mean, uh, on Monday they have a chicken pot pie. And chicken pot pie is not what you think that, but I'll tell you, it it's is a awesome. It's a homemade chicken pot pie. It's huge and it's delicious. On Tuesday night, they have spaghetti and meatballs. And at night, it's Mexican night. And sometimes when people come in, when I'm filling in on Tuesday, people go, uh, I'll have the spaghetti and meatballs, and I'll point to the Mexican night. I'll ask them if they're Mexican, and they'll say no. And they say, you can't have the spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. It's me uh, making a joke. We have it's spaghetti and meatballs oh. all day, and they're my delicious. Wife and I and the, uh, had, okay. My wife and I had the flautas last week for Mexican night. They were fantastic. They were so good. What? The, uh, the oh, yeah. oh, the flautas. Okay. And then, uh, so we're covering it. So Monday night, chicken pot pie. Tuesday, flautas. Yeah. It sounds like a German, a flu, the flutist. The flautas. Flautas yep. is a flutist. Is that not the same thing? Flautas. 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 Uh, turkey planter, we got barbecue chicken, and and Friday night we have the primer. I think we did enough with the. Uh, boy, I'm really pitching a catch. I love, but I have to. I have to pitch a catch. Just hey, keep my, just friend. keep mentioning hey, the meatloaf. Just keep mentioning. Hey, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. You want some wine? Getting called out on the show. Hey, let's pour these girls some wine, John. Okay, here we go. On oh, no, a nice uh, glass of wine. Thanks for coming out. Oh, wow. Would you like to try the Sauvignon Blanc or the Pinot Grigio? The Sauvignon Blanc. They're both pleasant. Very nice. I like a Yule. Okay. We were just, we were going to our mid-shows, mid-show promos. And uh, now for a section we're going to call Spoiler Alerts for those who have been out of touch. Perhaps you were in a coma, prison, uh, you know, solitary confinement. Uh, lived on a religious commune, or let's not forget the alien abductees. The spoiler alert is the spoiler alert is super late, but uh, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. That's Maybe. right. Sorry, people. Yeah, if you if you were out if you were out for that would be almost forty years, or it'd be thirty eight years. It was. Oh wait, wait, John. We could give him like a. Okay, okay. If you were, let's say you all went to. Let's say you all have been in, uh, let's say, in an Eastern European uh, prison or a Turkish prison for drug possession since 1989 on Seinfeld. They all went to prison. They all went to prison on Seinfeld. Okay. You were abducted by an alien race at least 10 years. Sopranos in 2007. The Soprano family in a diner goes black. The screen goes black as a supposed hitman approaches the table. And that's the end of the show. Okay, here's one. You know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this one. What? Oh, the Journey song, Don't Stop Believing. The same song they played at the Clinton campaign. You know that? <laughs> I love Bill. I love Bill. I don't care. Okay, I'm going to tell you one at the end of a series. Does anybody guess it? Cheryl, listen up. Cheryl? 
Cheryl. Can you get this? Okay, this whole series, this is the ending of a series. The whole series was the imaginings of an autistic boy staring into a snow globe oh. with a, re re uh, a replica of I'm a building waiting. that I'm the waiting. show was named after. Do you know the name of that show? It ended in 1988. The whole series, it was like six years. If I didn't already know the answer to this one, I would not know the answer to this yeah. one. Like, nobody's, it, 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 nobody's Billy, getting it. Billy, can, we give, can we give a hint? Yeah, you can say George it. Clooney was a doctor. Yeah, George, George Clooney, Clooney was, was a doctor. Really? Yeah, St. Yeah. Elsewhere. St. <laughs> elsewhere. St. Elsewhere. They did this whole show, and at the end of it, they, they tied it together by saying... No, no, no. Oh, was it ER? Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I actually knew the snow globe thing, but I don't know who's on the okay. band. Okay, it was Santa Elsewhere. Santa Elsewhere was, like, uh, was the answer, though. Like, was that Denzel Washington? Did anybody watch Lost? Lost had a, had a very dissatisfying Okay, I got ending. another one. Lost, I got man. another one. Okay. One of the main characters is murder through collusion of supposed Confederates and then brought back to life. Now, this isn't the end of the show. This was a couple seasons back. It was the end of the season. Oh, the, one on. of the main characters was killed. Come on. But he was brought back to life. I'm pretty but sure. But it's not... A, what? Game of Thrones? Yeah, but you're talking... I would have always... Uh, yes, the Game of Thrones. I would also accept the New Testament. Jesus. Right? <laughs> yeah. Get it? I'm pretty sure Luke doesn't have no. a TV John either. No, Game of Thrones. No, but Jesus. He yeah. was killed by his friends. Okay. Oh, my God. I just lost... The Southern Baptist as a as a sponsor. No, as a sponsor. I don't think they're going to sponsor well, you're drinking wine. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, I'm drinking wine? Okay. Okay. Well, you know the old... Uh, Are there any particular endings of shows that left you really disappointed? Bloodline. Bloodline? Yeah, totally. Really? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen one episode. My, my wife sat me down to watch Sons of Anarchy. What? Sons of Anarchy. I hated the way they ended that show. Yeah. I agree. It's almost like it's almost like that they didn't know it was going to go on as long as it was going to go on. I like how we're all over talking on each other because that's what a bar. No, that's what a bar is all about. John, that's what a bar is all about. Okay. They tried to pull that whole like on Bloodline. They tried to pull that whole like. That fight club en ending, you know, like it was you all along. You're crazy. Like, what's the first rule of fight club? Don't talk about fight club. No girls. About fight club. Oh wait, no, yeah, don't talk about fight club. Oh. Duh. Oh, wait. Yeah, my headphones. I like the headphones because it makes my ears. Uh, Lost had a very dissatisfying ending. Sons of Anarchy had a very dissatisfying Never seen ending. Never seen No. No. Don't no. start. You know what? No when I was or just up, watch the first two uh, seasons and then uh, never watch it anymore. They never tied up the end. What was this, What was the deal between Trixie and Speed Racer? I think I think Trixie was that withholding chick who like never gave it up to Speed Racer, no matter how many races he won. You know, like I think she was kind but of wait. Trixie Trixie was kind of like a stepdaughter of the father. So how could he do something like that? You know, that I, I, like, I'm not remembering. That was, yeah. that was like I'm Marcia. trying to remember. Weren't they like brother and sister, or stepsister, or stepbrother? That hey man. Oh, Luke, Luke's from West Virginia. He says 
All bets are off when it comes to brothers and sisters. Thank you. But you know what? It wasn't first relations. I think she was kind of like adopted on Well, you know what? Um, uh, Speed Racer you was a better. Japanese cartoon, and everyone knows that uh, Japanese people are... No, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, we labeled the episode. I'm joking. I'm joking. These are all jokes. We're not saying that about Japanese. Japanese are very honorable people. (laughs) We'd like to thank Emperor Hirohito or his grandson for being their sponsor of this show. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Not anymore. Tim, I apologize for any any subscribers I lost you in the Far East. I think they're called the uh, chrysanthemum seat or whatever it is. That's their, their family flower or something like that. The chrysanthemum. I don't have a family flower. You got yeah. a family flower? Well, that's it. That I, I think, uh, hey, listen, we're going to go and... Uh, yeah, it's a poppy. Listen, let's wrap this show up. I'm going to do my thank yous oh, for shit, everyone that showed one. up. But let's start with Billy. Billy, what are you doing this week? Oh, let's see. I um, Tomorrow night we are here at the Kitsch with Cody James and the Key Billies. Okay. Friday night I will be here at the Kitsch with uh, my good buddy Captain Josh. We'll be doing a bunch of Key West music. Saturday, it will be Cody James and the Key Billies at uh, Shipwrecks up the road from, uh, that's a daytime show, we'll be out sitting in the, sitting in the sun scorching, that's from uh, noon to four, I believe, and then every Sunday, uh, Sweetwater, a good Americana band doing a lot of, uh, we'll be doing a lot of Glenn Campbell this weekend, because unfortunately, Glenn Campbell just died last night. Glenn Campbell, man. I love that guy. I love Glenn Campbell. So Patrick and I know probably about 30 Glenn Campbell songs between the two of us, so we're probably going to do a whole set of Glenn Campbell. Great. It's up to you now. Luke, where are you going to be, man? Tonight, tonight I'm at Pilot House. Thursday night, Alan Treesdale and I at the Blackwater Sirene. Friday night, Alan and I at the Ocean View. Saturday night, Uncle Smokey Band at the Caribbean Club. And, uh, and, and yeah, and I forgot what's going on after that because I didn't smoke enough today to remember everything. Hey, Luke, man, you got to remember all that music. Okay, we're gonna go to John Deloche. John, oh, John's well. a great bartender, but he's also a sous chef. But now he's working as a bartender right now. John, where are you gonna be at this week? And tell everyone where you're gonna be. Uh, Thursday through Monday, I'm gonna be attending bar down at Bumby's in Island Rada, Mara Marker 81.5, and uh, you can come and see me for any number of fun specialty cocktails or just an alcohol-fueled adventure through time and space. Or you know what? There's Shirley Temple. There's an option. You go for Shirley. Yeah, Temple. we have great oysters. oysters. We have great raw. We have a great raw bar. We have an excellent little menu. Like, <laughs> oh, the green, okay. There is always the green alternative. Yeah, okay. I understand where you're coming from. Um, this is Jim, your keys bartender. Uh, first of all, I want to thank our, once again, the people that uh, provided uh, our sampling for the wine today. Uh, Stalina Denote, Pinot Grigio, Kim Crawford, Sauvignon Blanc. I want to thank... Uh, and they were Joe, delicious. Joe Lombardi, uh, Mosquitoes uh, Naturals, Mosquito Report. I want to thank... Uh, also, uh, the Catch Restaurant here in Key Largo. You get uh, great food, great service, and, uh, and not a high price. And I'll be working uh, this week. On Thursday, I'll be working the radio show upstairs at Bumbies. Uh, Bumbies at 81.5 uh, mile marker. And Friday night, Friday all day, I'll be working the bar here at the Catch in Key Largo from 10.30 to 11.30.
Yeah, I am the man. I can work 13 hours on my feet. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night, I'm working Bumbies. Uh, Sunday night, I'm at the catch. Jerry, come on over here. But Jerry, 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 come over here. Jerry, I'm gonna have a little Spanish lesson here. Monday, I'm working escape. a double. I'm, wor I'm working a double, 10:30. Jerry, Jerry's my friend, and, 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 and he works with me all the time. And uh, Jerry's gonna give me—he's giving me Spanish lessons. Jerry, say something in Spanish, and I'll try to interpret. It's something about brothers. Uh, Jerry's trying to say I'm his father, I think. No, and I'm not his father. Oh, his brother? Oh, okay. Donde esta las las mujeres? Aji, aji. Okay. Well, Jerry, thank you very much. You know, Jerry is a a thank. It wasn't for Jerry. I wouldn't. I wouldn't speak Spanish as well as I do right now. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. This is thank the Keys Bartender uh, signing off right now. And thank you, Billy, John, and Luke. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll be back later next week. And there will be probably be a short episode on the Keys Bartender Live Extras. And remember, also, follow us on iHeartRadio, Intune Radio, or TuneIn Radio, Google Play. We're on iTunes, iTunes. now. We're on mm -hmm. iTunes now as of yesterday. Uh, we're on several other ones, Pocket Cast, Blueberry, Stitcher. And uh, please follow us, and we'll be doing, uh, to my Polish fans, Kohemcha, uh, to my Welsh fans. I don't know any Welsh. I am apologize. But uh, let's have a piss-up together. Uh, together. Goodbye.